Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 13. And Steven, the Raptors are world champions. They are. They are. I remember um, back probably episode five or six, you were pretty sold that the Warriors were going to be the champions. And I, I have to uh, say I agreed with you at the time. Um, last time we had talked about that um, prior to this series, I think everybody was probably sold that the Warriors were going to win. 100%. 100%. No one could have predicted all these injuries would have went down. Kevin Durant and we saw tonight Clay Thompson go down. That is obviously an absolute game yeah. changer. Clay has yeah. been the savior of this team, for, you know, for many many years. Right. Uh, he's been the one to step up uh, in some of the bigger right. moments. So for him to go down, obviously that is a giant blow. He's yeah. also their best defender. So um, we'll get a little bit more into that here in a little bit. We got a great show for you here tonight. We're going to touch on the Stanley Cup, NBA Finals, little USA soccer, uh, the U.S. Open started today, and uh, we'll go over a couple other little things. But, uh, Stephen, why don't we start off, tell us what we're drinking here tonight, man. Yeah, tonight we're drinking the Prairie Artisan Ales Double Dunk Oreo Stout, and this is actually one of my favorite beers. I know you've not tried it before, so I'm looking forward to uh, to you being able to try it, and... I, I man, I gotta tell you, there's so much flavor in this beer. It's hard to even um, distinguish what it is if you don't know what's already in it. Um, what What's really interesting is when they brew it, they actually brew it with a touch of vodka. And when you smell it, you smell, you know that it's kind of chocolatey mm-hmm. just, just from looking well, at, look at it. Look at the head, it's yeah, so dark. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's honestly, it's a beautiful beer. It really is. Um, comes in a cool bottle. Uh, Prairie always, in my opinion, Prairie has one of the best presentations. The artwork uh, is always, yeah, yeah it just second it's a to really nine. cool place. And going to Prairie downtown Tulsa, that that's no doubt that's my favorite brewery to go to. Um, I like Marshalls; it's a lot of fun there. They've got the food truck, but you know Prairie, they've actually uh, they serve food in the in the brewery, so mm-hmm. it's cool if you want to brew pub, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, but to me, I've yet to have a beer from them that I didn't like. Um, I was looking up some reviews on this one. It looks like some places had it like 93 out of 100. Some places had it 99 out of 100. Um, it's very similar to the Prairie Bomb, which is what they're really known for. This one comes in at 11.9% alcohol by volume. Um, so it is strong, but it's so smooth. Um, they use 700 pounds of Oreos to brew this beer. And, I, you know, I don't know the volume of beer that they're producing with that 700 pounds but either way that gives you an idea of how chocolatey this tastes and i know that there are people um, out there that actually dip oreos in this beer hmm. and so they're as they're drinking it they're eating that oreos sound too and bad. i've not tried that before so maybe we'll have to do this one again mm-hmm. and get some oreos for it because i do love oreos um, but i don't like milk so this well, could be this could be my go-to well, all this talking about Oreos and drinking, uh, I say let's go ahead yeah. and get started. So cheers, cheers man. All man. right. Strong. <clears throat> strong flavor in there, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, that that, that's good. Smooth but strong. That's good. Now, obviously, when you do drink a prairie beer, you're obviously getting good quality. Right. A- anytime, like you said, 
Prairie, they, they put such a good product out there. It just seems like it, it is different, you know. Right. I mean, you, you know when you're drinking a Prairie beer, you're like, you know. Yeah. You really but it, tell. it's incredible to me how it can be 11.9% alcohol by volume. And it tastes like it has less alcohol in it than like a Bud Light, you know, Miller Light, something stupid like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously this one, uh, I, I could taste the, the note. I mean, obviously, yeah, pretty chocolatey. Right. Um, and you know the hops but, are real low. I don't know what the count is, but they it's not your typical beer when it comes to a well-balanced hops to other, you know, normal ratios. Um, it's just chocolatey. It's smooth. And really, I mean, if you want to compare it to a beer that some of you have maybe tried, it is very similar to the Prairie Bomb plus hints of chocolate. So um, um, We'll see if we can actually get through this show uh, before maybe getting knocked out by this this 11 where for y'all who don't know we are, we're recording this at 11 30 tonight yeah. here on thursday night yeah and so uh <laughs> a you know 12 percent beer at at 11 30 might be a little heavy but you know we'll see what happens so yeah you know this is episode 13 um it is about to turn friday it is currently thursday the 13th <laughs> <laughs> and a lot going I'm, on. I'm like, why so many 13s, man? We almost had to label this one episode 14 and just skip 13 in general. <laughs> but don't want no bad juju. No juju. All right, let's talk. Um, do you want to talk hockey or do you want to talk basketball well, first? While it's fresh in our mind, like we just finished the NBA Finals, and like we said, the Raptors did win. The Drake curse is over. Yeah. And well, uh, I'm just glad to quit hearing Drake's name now. <laughs> hopefully, we can uh, go about yeah. a month without hearing his name. Exactly. That hopefully he doesn't show up to all the USA uh, women's soccer games now and put some make it all about him. Well, I mean, would he? Wouldn't he? I don't know, man. Be in Canada if he shows up to the U.S. women's games, he'd be like, dude, just stick to your country, please. <laughs> well, he can't you know? stick to it one team, so why would he stick to a country? You know, right? No, I mean that's a good point. <laughs> He's uh, you know what um has bothered me the most about this is there's been a couple videos that surfaced, like even when Clay just got injured, um, big blow, right? Like you said, Drake, the video releases of Drake, you can see the animation on his face. Um, he's selling it, man. He's selling the videos. He wants the views. It's like, why are you doing that, man? Like you can see it's, it's, it's like, he's trying to be an actor. Like, Oh, Clay goes down. So I'm going to throw these facial expressions out. The um, problem is... Same with Durant. The problem is the networks give him the attention. So and they are. They kept if, going if and they, flashing to him. If they would him. stop flashing to him, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. It'd just be a guy doing his thing. Instead, they want to have basically a Drake cam. Yeah. And I just hate that because it does take away from the players. Do and you think there's a chance that the networks are tied in with the music producers? the managers uh who knows all, all that stuff can be all tied together but tonight was all about the raptors and their ability to finally step up yeah. on the road and get that first championship in their organization organization history so very cool moment yeah uh um, back-to-back nights we got brand new champions how Never about happened. that yeah how about that didn't yeah. even think about that yeah, that's crazy so they're um, gonna they're gonna burn toronto down tonight <laughs> and tomorrow they'll st say louis sorry. last night sorry yeah. Hey, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll help you rebuild it. Sorry. Yeah. Spit the gum out on the sidewalk. <laughs> about the worst they can do. They announced while we're sitting here that um, Kawhi is the MVP of, yeah. of the finals. Yeah. I don't think that's a big surprise. However, no, uh, rightfully so. he got a little bit of uh, competition here tonight when 
You had Lowry step up. He went yeah. for 26 points, 10 assists, 7 right. rebounds, almost had a triple-double. And then Van Fleet, if it wasn't for him, they could have felt fallen out of this game. Tonight, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And almost, you can arguably say, I mean, if it, like I said, if he doesn't make those threes, he goes 5 for 11 from 3, and it seemed like he was just absolutely on fire. Shooting out his mind. You, you thought he was maybe going to be one of the Splash Bros. You know, I mean, it was like, is that Clay? Did Clay switch jerseys? Is that what happened? Because the guy was absolutely electric. And uh, this is awesome. I mean, everyone stepped up. We had Ibaka, 15 off the bench. Uh, Van Fleet, like I said, 22 points. Lowry, 26. Leonard, 22. I mean, just absolute. You had scoring from top to bottom and... That's just uh, so key, and yeah. I I would have I would have thought that we'll we'll see how serious this clay injury is, if he would have been able to play in game seven or right. not. Well, we'll never know, probably. Well, I mean, we'll kind of see what tomorrow what they announce, what kind of injury this is. Yeah. I mean, it looks like the fact that he was using crutches to go back to the lockers probably tells me it would well, he wouldn't have been. What's kind of crazy though he's is tough as they nails. said he goes to the locker room and he's jumping up and down and running back there and doing all these things, and then all of a sudden they announce he's out before so. he comes out and shoots the free throws. No, but then, after, after after that, yeah, okay, after that because they they were acting like because yeah, his dad went back there and asked him if he had heard a pop. And he said, no, I didn't hear a pop. But see, so. the, I saw a video of him walking real slow with crutches, too. Well, uh, that, and that, that was that, on that TV. Was, that was the third time coming back when he was coming back to sit on the bench, I guess. Right. But okay. Yeah, um, absolutely crazy. What are the odds that Kevin Durant and and Clay go back go out back-to-back nights like that? That's just yeah. very well, unfortunate. I mean, you're at the end of a long season. You're at the very end of the playoffs. These two teams have played more games than any other team. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that that, that would be true. Um, it just it, it comes to show their bodies wear out. Um, you know, Kevin Durant, I went and watched him back in, oh, it must have been 2008, and, in Stillwater when he came from Texas to play Oklahoma State. That was a triple overtime game that um, Oklahoma State ended up winning in. That was crazy. Crazy game. A lot of memories from that one. It's on YouTube. You should go watch it. What an incredible game. But I remember thinking, he's great. Like, he's a great player. You just know it. There's a ton of hype with him, too. But I remember telling everybody, if he doesn't put on some weight, how is he, how's he going to hang in the NBA? Um, and so I didn't doubt that he would be able to be a great player. But these are the things that I was worried about for him is – is this a weight-related injury? I mean, when you maybe muscle. I wasn't saying he needed to put on fat. You're just thinking, dude, you're like a twig. Yeah. How are you going to avoid stuff like this from happening? Because it's, I mean, it's uh, scientifically proven that different builds of bodies um, are less likely to get injured. And his body type, that's a, that's a high injury risk. Um especially with the lack of muscle. So, I, and I, I don't want you guys to think I'm just spitting that out. I did do a little bit of research on this um, not too long ago. And it, to me, it baffles me that he hasn't been down more than he has. Um, I respect him as a player. I think he's no doubt going in the Hall of Fame, going down as one of the greatest. No, oh, yeah. Um, Great. He could be, could be arguably the greatest scorer of all time. Yeah, no doubt. So. Um 
hopefully this doesn't keep him out too long. I've been reading a couple articles today that are saying he's out next season. All of next year. All of next season. Yeah, that's what I saw as well. Which is a huge blow, man, because, yeah, did he screw the thunder? He did. It's a business business decision. Um, I have a tough time saying I wouldn't have done the same thing. But you don't want to see this happen, especially not to a legend. I mean, he when you look at it from the eyes of a Golden State fan, he's hurt. This team is getting rid of him next year. He comes out hurt and still tries to help them win, get get a ring. Yeah, he's got some self-motivation uh, for it, as anybody would. Now, but Let me ask you this. Do you think, because I had a conversation with someone today about this, and we both agreed, do you think now that this injury and he's going to be out probably a year that he has to sign with Golden State? Uh, does he sign with anybody next year? I don't know. Golden State doesn't want to lose value on him, and I don't know exactly how all this works. But I would think that a team is going to say, we're taking you. Yeah. And we're going to sign Someone's you to a three-year instead of a two-year. We're going to maybe pay you next year, maybe not. I don't know how that works. Yeah, but, that, um, that. but any team in the league except maybe the Thunder are going to do what they can do to get him. And it blows me away to think that there's just probably no way he's staying in Golden State. Um, however, this past week, there's been an unbelievable amount of support for Kevin Durant throughout the whole NBA, um, especially coming from San Francisco. So could this flip things around and change his mentality and go, man, like they really, really like me here. Um, am I going to stay? Is there going to be potential for me to stay? But before the injury, I thought he was so gone, yeah. so out, you know, one leg already out the door. And uh, now this injury, I think, changes everything. I think he's going to have to evaluate things and, and see what kind of deal he can make with Golden State. And I, like you just said, I'm getting all the love. Obviously, him and Curry have a great relationship. They talked about how emotionally, um, you know, saddened. Curry was when Durant went down. Yeah. Actually walked back to the locker room with him and all that. So this is big. This injury really changes everything in, in a, a uh, such a crazy summer with free agents and everything. It's going to be interesting now to see how this affects everything. Yeah, well, Anthony Davis talks with L.A., man. They're getting crazy. You got They're that going. Fourth pick. You've yeah. got two good two good players. I'm not going to say great, but yeah. two good players. Two good players. And then the – is it Kuzma? Yeah. Is he, so the Pelicans pretty much said, we'll do that deal, but we want you to put in Kuzma yeah. too. Yeah, and Lakers don't want to. No, I'm not, I can't blame them. I yeah. mean, they don't want to completely tear apart their organization for one player, yeah. even though – if you, you got LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the same team, you're going to be comp- competing. Um, it's just, do you want to completely rebuild around one player? Because you get rid of four players, you have to completely rebuild your organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, having the two superstars it will be a big deal. And I'm saying fourth player because they are giving up a fourth player yeah. with that four, yeah. number four pick. Uh, yeah. No, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. Today they I heard there's more reports about Kyrie's ready to sign with the Nets. Yeah, that he wants to go there. That's so interesting. Man. I know. I t- it's so so stupid, man. The the lottery system just screwed up everything that was going on. Well, that so was getting talked about. I wanted to talk about that too because that that they there was a special um, segment today out that I I had uh, read, and it was just talking about they really think 
what took place this year, especially with such a big player like Zion on the table, that this is really going to affect tanking, and that these teams aren't going to be able, yeah that these teams oh, yeah. aren't going to be able to tank because everyone thought oh Zion to the Knicks the done deal, and then all of a sudden Knicks don't get him. In fact, Knicks don't even get the second pick, and they're getting the third pick, I believe. Um, so. You know, very unfortunate, but well, that will help tanking because it's like you can't just hope that you're going to get the last, you know, the first right. pick by sucking the I rest mean, into the if air. If you're Anthony Davis, though, man, you're with the Pelicans. He's he's done there. He's just – he's over it. But you've got Zion Williamson coming there. There's like a 95% chance – 99% chance Zion's going to the Pelicans, right? You know no, it's mean? already done, yeah. it's Oh, it's done. Well, I mean, he hasn't been drafted, but yes, they're That's taking That's what I'm him. saying. They're you, don't, you, you don't pass on him. Zion. <laughs> so, and we talked a little bit about this a couple weeks ago, but does that run through Davis's head? I mean, is he like, man, I've got a potential legend coming to play here. Do I do I say, eh, I'll just stay here for a little bit? Maybe try it out? Do like a one-year contract with him? Because um, Zion is every bit good enough to – be a champion contender if he's put on the right team. He doesn't need to be put with the legends. Um, you know, you put him with Golden State, they're it's over. They're winning. Um, I think that's fair to say. You put him with uh, – I mean, LeBron's a good example because LeBron has won championships with with a couple great players. He's won one, you know, with some good players. Um, he came back to Cleveland, and, man, I, th- I think that's so cool what he did. He said, I'm going to come get Cleveland theirs, and then I'm out. And he did, and he left. Um, odds were against him, you know. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm essentially comparing Zion to LeBron. Um, similar builds, coming out of high school with a lot of the same hype. He's obviously coming out of college, but he did come out of high school. Mm-hmm. About the, as much hype tapes, as he's got. All the yeah. YouTube videos. Yeah. Everyone knew who he was, yeah. So, I mean – Anyways, point being, does Anthony Davis, does he think about that? You know, eh, maybe I'll stick it out. I think it's worth thinking about, but... It's all money. I, th- I think at this point, the relationship might be... Yeah. It might be too late. Right. You, you know, know uh, you almost forget, too. These guys are humans. Um, I saw, I think, was it Cousins the other day said, whenever Toronto fans were cheering about... Durant going down, he goes, man, this is what I'm telling you guys. We're idolized as superstar athletes, not as humans. As humans, yeah. And um, so they have a human element behind their decisions, too. I mean, they're, all their decisions are human. So you can't take that out of the equation. Like, even as much as I dislike Brad Marchand for the Boston Bruins, they lost. And, like, this this dude is, like, tough as nails, right? I mean, he's a, he's a champion hockey player. And then all of a sudden, he's, like – fighting back crying in an interview because he wants the freaking Stanley Cup so bad, probably as much as anybody in the league right now. And he had it at his fingertips. Um, well, I mean, we could talk more about that, but you watch that video and I'm like, I don't like the guy. I, I just don't. I respect him because he's fun to watch. He's good. But then you see that video and it's like, it almost made me change my mentality a little bit of like, my God, like, he's a human, too. Like, he's yeah. a person. Well, we forget you know? that. We forget that these guys are just people. I mean, right. yeah, they can play a, a sport and a level that, you know, few can. Yeah. So we put them on this pedestal. Right. And we forget that, man, they got feelings. Yeah. They're, they're just, they bleed just like us. They, you know, they put their pants on one leg at a yeah. time. All those things because of the way that we treat them and idolize them and all that. So, yeah, it, it's a it's a very interesting um very interesting way for this right. 
NBA season to end uh, with Durant going yeah. down, with Clay going down. And, yeah, I mean. Raptors a, a beat lot the Vegas of, odds tonight, so yep, yep. Vegas was against them. Gold State was the two-and-a-half-point favorite. And just like that, NBA champions, man. So what do you think this does for uh, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kawhi's uh, legacy? You know, now he's got – well. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and, and what happens with Kawhi, because there's talk about Kawhi to the Lakers. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's talk about Kawhi leaving Toronto. I don't see how he can leave. I, I think it's, again, there's some finances there. There's contract. Toronto will do everything they can to keep him. Um, you know, DeRozan died for this championship <laughs> pretty much. Um, yep, he was the, the lamb that had to he be was sacrificed. The, he was the sacrifice to yep. make Kawhi the king of the north. Mm-hmm. So... You know, man, I don't know if I'm if if I watch Kawhi leave the Raptors, he is probably my most respected athlete right now. I don't I I can't find an ounce of disrespect in my body for Kawhi Leonard. He's uh, he to me he's too respectful. He's he goes out there, he plays the game for what it is. He goes home, he sleeps, he does it again. Um, you hardly see him chirping, and then. I don't know, man. He leaves, I lose a little bit of respect for him. You don't go into a team, you win a championship, you leave. And with the exception of what LeBron did, he, you know, that was planned. Um, how do you leave? How could you leave? I don't know. At this point, winning winning changes a lot of things. And right. I think he. I don't think it was in his mind when he went to the Raptors that they were going to be a championship team. I mean, obviously you're, you want to be, but like, do you really think the Raptors are going to win a championship when you first get there? Probably not. Probably not. So now that you do win it, you're like, well, you know, I've, what else do I need? I got money. I've got a good squad around that, you know, around me. We can build, uh, you know, an add on. He's got that whole country behind him. He's going to be the greatest Raptor ever. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not just ride it out and stay there? So Right. Well, and, and, you know, a lot of these guys like Anthony Davis, I don't know how much it is. He's just completely done with the Pelicans. He wants to play with a good team, and I don't blame him. Um, Kawhi, is he going to the Lakers looking for a championship? He just got his championship. Are you looking for a better team than the series champion? I mean, you just won the NBA Finals. Where are you going to find a better team currently? So if he does leave, probably I would have to say it's going to be for money. I just, I just don't know if he wants to be the guy. You know, like, I don't think he wants to be the leader. I disagree. I no, don't think he, he minds he, he being that role. I don't, he doesn't seek it out, but he doesn't mind it. It's see, not going to affect his, chain, his I, choice. I, I disagree just because the way he handles things, like, he, he obviously we see his interviews. They're cringe, you know, cringeworthy. He's just not the guy who's going to sit there and lead by, he leads by his play. He, well, he, and that's he, how, in my opinion, how you, if you're a good player and you're a great player, if you're playing great, you're being a good leader. Right, but nowadays with how everything is in your face, social media, you know, cameras all the time, you're expected to kind of carry the franchise, not just with your play, but off the field as well with your with your voice. And, and to me, but why? Why does that need to be, though? We're here to play basketball. We're not here to That's sh- just please. where we are in a society now. Yeah, I mean, but that's he's just how clearly the, he's the breaker of society. I mean, he's not do, he's doing his own thing. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if he wants to be – if he could sit there and he could put it all on LeBron to be the guy to answer all the questions and he's just going to ball out, 
No, I mean, that's I a mean, good point. I, I don't disagree with that. Um, if it's all related to social media, but even LeBron, when he's in the finals, he doesn't use social media most of the time. Well, he doesn't use social media, but he has to go to the press conference. He's asked to answer questions. Right. Kawhi, you know, he's very awkward. <laughs> he's the most awkward It's just not athlete. his speed. He wants to play ball and go home. And that's and great. And play I ball. do love that. I'm just saying, I, I think he would be okay if someone else would take over that aspect for him. Yeah. So. I just don't think it's a deciding factor for him. If he's huh? going to be the best player or the worst player, um, he, I don't know. A lot of times, these athletes they'll they'll like want to go to a bigger city, so their jersey sales are up. They get more attention, and da da da. Kawhi's not necessarily looking for that, I would think, but he's the homie in in Toronto right now. Like his jersey sales, dude. Come on, I gotta see a number because they gotta be up top. It'll be interesting to see where he ranks. Who after else this. is Who else is Toronto? He's gonna, obviously I mean, gotten a lot of love. Toronto citizens, they forgot they even had a freaking team until this year, you know? <laughs> well, they were so tired of getting knocked out in, you know, first round of the playoffs and whatnot right. that, yeah, probably didn't expect to be around this long. Yeah. So, anyway, congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. They are your NBA champions. Yep. I'm sad to see NBA go. I won't lie. I, this is one of those things that's funny. Never, ha- never fails when a season's ending. As soon as I got on Twitter – and game's over, and they've already announced MVP and blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, here come all your, your local fans yeah. and stuff like that for, like, us, the Thunder and stuff. Just like, well, you know, what are we going to do now? You know, it's like now it's back to the drawing board. Yeah. It's time to start figuring out, and you start venting about your season and right. all that. Like, when you think it's all gone and over with, here it comes up again, and now it's like, well, why couldn't we win? We could, you know, we had Paul George. We had Russell Westbrook right. or or you start thinking, man, we had Kevin Durant, we had Ibaka, we had Harden, yeah. we had Russell. Well, we got football to look forward to now. And well, that's, we're going to have a gap for the podcast. Um, we'll probably be talking a lot of baseball and golf, um, you know, maybe some boxing and MMA. We'll, we'll still talk basketball, we'll talk hockey, you know, the rumors and what's going on in the trades and all, all the offseason yeah. crap. We'll get people ready for football season and whatnot. And we also have been uh, in the works of getting interviews going. So yep. we'll have we'll have That'll an interview, we'll, a show, or, you know, every other show, something like that, and, you know, really get us ready for uh, sports to come back, you know. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to get some interviews rolling. If you guys have some people that you know that might want to come on the show, let us know. Um, I think in the off season it'll be good to get some interviews going. I think that's a that's a good goal for us. So um, definitely let us know if you have people that want to be on. Yeah. Or if you guys want to be on, if you have something you can add, let us know. We'll, we're open to it. So. Um, Absolutely. Anyways, Stanley Cup, man. We watched the game together last night, and it was it was quite the game. Absolutely, man. It was uh, start to finish was absolute. St. Louis Blues played. From the start of the game to the end of the game. Yeah. I mean, they did not let up. Right. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much played from the start of January to last night. I can't really say what they did prior to January because they were the last team in the <laughs> NHL. Um, they were just awful leading up to January. And then they broke it with like a 10-game winning streak. And they just kept that momentum rolling. Um, now, go, Steven, go, go. Let me ask you a question. Do you know if you had bet – St. Louis Blues to win the Stanley Cup back in January. Yeah. You know what kind of uh, odds and stuff you were getting there? Oh, they were crazy, man. Well, let me just give you a little story here. I don't know if if you saw this. Yeah, uh, I think I did. 
but if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, it was an it was said last night that back in January a gentleman had placed a four hundred dollar bet on the Blues to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Well, he's gonna be cashing that ticket, I guess today, uh, for over a hundred k. Right. Right. That's not bad. That's a that's a good investment. Yeah. That's, well, I mean, it's a stupid investment, <laughs> but. You know, it's like... It was a stupid bet. It was like a these, great investment. It's like these guys that get... Yeah, good point. It's these guys that get the, you know, um, tattoos. I think there was a guy that did it. Steelers, 2018. Oh, well. NFL champs. <laughs> You're like, dude, come on. Dude, got the yeah. trophy and everything, and now you got to live with it. Yep, that's that's rough. But um, Anyway, this game was absolutely awesome. I enjoyed it yeah. very much, so... Um, Bennington, I mean, man, it, it hurts me so bad that he didn't win the, the MVP. But, you know, um, it was O'Reilly. That, yep, O'Reilly ends up. I mean, what, four, the, straight, four straight games of the goal. Well, yeah, and, I mean, he was a huge factor in the series. Um, dude, the story with Layla, I mean, have you, you followed that? Oh, absolutely, yeah. How cool is that, man? That, it, I was, it was there. Awesome. I was following that the first day. Um, they went to the hospital and spent the day with her. Um talked about uh she talked about there was a bag of candy and um i can't remember exactly what happened but one of the players ended up telling her hey you're like i'm yours for the day like this is gonna be what's we're gonna make this the best day of your life spent all day with her then she just became like real quick as i say biggest tell the listeners who she is yeah so i don't know i don't know what she has um some type of disease she's cancer is it cancer well i'm assuming she's i wouldn't say obviously there's there's a lot of diseases that i don't know much about well i Um, I mean clearly she's getting some type right she's getting treatment for doesn't have hair right for a health issue that she's got and um she just she's such a cheerful girl um I don't, I don't know how old she is probably 10 or 12 maybe maybe older um and she's just the blue super fan man they they uh reached out to her and were like hey we want you to come to a game she goes to the game i think they won that first game and then she comes back she comes back and she's been to every game for you know the last two series i think um and man the video surfacing of her mom telling her that she was going to uh, game seven in Boston <laughs> is pretty cool because she's like, Mom, how? She's like, how are we going to? Like, I can't. She goes, the doctor said you can, and she just starts crying, man. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah, no, that was awesome. And just to throw it out there, she's a very rare life-threatening blood disorder. Blood. So it's is it cancer or is it like is it leukemia uh, type? So it's not necessarily, I mean, it not may, that it matters. It she's be, a warrior, yeah, so, man. She's yeah, like. Awesome, awesome story. She's my idol for the year, no and, doubt. And that is a, a great way for her to be there to celebrate yeah. and get to kiss the cup and all oh, that. That's that was great. She's 100% the reason I wanted the Blues to win. Yeah, I mean, it was just 100%. great. I mean, the other part is, you know, Boston sucks, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I sent, you know, Sydney, I sent Sydney a text this morning. I said, dude, you were so close to being able to talk mad crap on me for the, because for, we worked together, and I mean, I was just bashing the Bruins all season, and then all through the playoffs, and they kept winning, and I was like, I can't back it up, like, they gotta, they need to lose, man, and so they finally, finally, finally lose in game seven of the Stanley Cup championship, so I sent him one last text on it. (laughs) Well... The Blues came ready to play. I mean, they were their aggressor from start to finish. Yeah. I mean, when it was 2-0, um, you would have thought maybe they'd start playing to 
not not to lose. A little more defensively. Well, you, you they would, scored, you would dude. Think they so. scored that second goal right before the yeah, first period exactly. ended. I and mean, what a nut shot to and, the freaking Blue yeah. Bruins. So you're thinking they're going to kind of go in coast mode and try not to lose is what they're going to put. No, they kept pedal go, down, go, 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 yeah. go, and stayed aggressive and end up scoring two more goals. Right. So absolutely hat, hats off to them because they they, yeah. they played and they wanted that game set on the road. That's, I mean, that's my fa- favorite part about that. Yeah. There it's, were some beat-up players in that series, man. There was a guy for the Blues, he had a cracked rib. Yep. Cracked it in the last series, and he, he played through it. And he wasn't really vocal about it. Like, you know, I mean, it was there. People knew it was there. But he just played through it, man. Like, screw it. I, I got to be with my team. It's that you know, time they of need year, me. man. Yep, they, and if you've ever had a rib injury, oh, my gosh. Can't breathe. It's like. It hurts to yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. Every time you move, you twist, you feel it. You lift your arm, you feel it. You lift your leg sometimes. You know, I mean, you feel it. So, no, very impressive. But, you know, I, I, I heard a little bit for Bennington um, coming in, rookie, winning the Stanley Cup, doesn't get the playoff uh, MVP, and he was incredible. This also leads me to – I meant to say this earlier when we were talking about Kawhi and the MVP. You got to give it to him, right? You got to give it to him. But, man, I'm telling you what, they don't win that series without Siakam. No. He was the most yeah. valuable player to that team. Kawhi might have played the best. Siakam was no doubt the most important person It was person nice for because you would think Lowry is your kind of next man up. I've heard yeah. all this talk about how Lowry, is is he a Hall of Famer and all this yeah. stuff. And then you got him shooting balls off the side of the backboard. <laughs> but, I watched uh, – did you ever watch Long Came Polly? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, I think I sent oh, that to you. Oh, did you send that to I me? I think I sent that to you. Yeah, me. they show that in the game five. He <laughs> He turns, she tries to hit the game winner, and they cut it, and they put... I'm uh, telling you, yeah. I'm, Hoffman, right? Seymour yeah, Hoffman. They yeah. they put his clip in it. Rain Man! Sandy. Sandy Lyle. Sandy, yeah. Yeah, Sandy Sharp Lyle. Man. Uh, if you're not following us on Instagram, I don't know what you're doing, because there's some hilarious stuff that gets posted on yeah. there. So get out there and follow us. Uh, yeah. Maybe one day we'll even get Preston posting on there. Maybe. Maybe so. But, uh, no, I'm telling you... Um, the game was just incredible. Um, I, I really thought the Bruins, once it went back home, I thought they were going to use that uh, home crowd and yeah. be able to f- seal the deal. Well, like and I said, I said I didn't think the home field advantage was really going to matter. Clearly, I mean, it I, didn't. I mean, clearly, these guys come out in the ice in Boston sucked all year. Um, in fact, head coach for St. Louis, he got pretty pissed off with the ice crew. Um, what was it? I think it was the day of the game, the day of game seven. He goes, are you guys going to get to work or what? Because they were talking to St. Louis going, hey, your practice skate is probably going to be um, pushed back. Oh, He's wow. like, are you I kidding didn't, didn't me? I hear that. Like, dude, their ice crew has sucked all year. They haven't had good ice all year. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I'm with them. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, this is game seven of the Stanley Cup championship, like finals. Don't mess with our schedule, you know. So no, that, that's, do everything that's you can to make yeah, sure work overnight. Work, you know, the three weeks prior. Start working on the freaking ice. Let me get out there when I'm supposed to. These guys have their schedule set. They've got their sleep schedule set around their schedule. I mean, you know, quit screwing with my schedule. we got to be in the right frame of mind. It's more a frame of mind thing than it is a we really need to be there at 4. No, we're expecting to be there at 4, so we don't want to be there at 5. And I know that's not the right time, but. I'd be I'd be upset if I were him too. I know that Brad Marchand was done with the ice crew. He had comments going to him. 
because pucks are bouncing. You know, they make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, so it, I don't know how much of a factor it was. Maybe it was beneficial to them because they were getting used to it and teams were coming to their place and losing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Now, you mentioned we watched the, the game together, and there was a point in the game where it was 2-0 Blues, and um, Bennington ends up making an incredible save. Oh, just the best of the year. You even said, yeah, I was going to say, you said this is the best save of the year, especially because of the moment it, yeah. it's in. Well, Matt Murray had two saves, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Penguins fan. I watched all the Penguins games, so I saw all the moments, but I also watched a lot of other games. My opinion, the top three saves of the year – Matt Murray had two of them. Bennington had the best. I mean, Matt Murray had one that was more impressive than the one that Bennington made, but Matt Murray's save didn't keep Boston from winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So, well, the, what I wanted to throw out about that was he ends up making that save. I'm um, just an absolute incredible save. And instead of it being 2-1, it mm-hmm. remains 2-0. And shortly after that, Blues end up scoring again, make it right, 3-0. right. So, talk you know, about mo- a momentum what's switch. What's crazy, too, Matt Murray, both of those saves that I'm talking about, he had them in the same game. Oh, wow. It was nuts. Wow. I mean, it was absolute chaos. I'll try to find it and show it yeah. to you. It's crazy. So, so, I mean, like you said, you got to tip the hat to Bennington. Uh, what we saw, the, I believe it was he set the record for most wins by a rookie. Yeah, uh, what, 16 in, now? 16 now, yep. Which we also talked about. I'd, I'd rather be the rookie with the least amount of wins in a, in a playoff run because that means you didn't have to play as many games. But at the same time, you win a Stanley Cup, so those guys don't care about that It doesn't that really number. matter yeah, at that they point, yeah. They don't care about it. But, yeah. What, Bennington, like you said, man, I mean, I was trying to think about that in a perspective of other sports. Of like a freshman coming in and doing something or, yeah. uh, you know, a rookie in another sport. and. What I mean, did, did anything come to mind uh, off the top of your head of like what to compare this to? Because a goalie, I mean, such a big position. Everyone knows a goalie. Everyone thinks of the goalie when you think of yeah. hockey. And this guy is a rookie, and he comes out there and wins the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I know what to compare it to. I'd compare. I would just compare it to a similar situation, which was when the Penguins won back in uh, two years ago. I think it was sixteen. Sixteen. Um, yeah, sixteen. They win. They got skaters out there. They're three top players. They're the lowest paid players on the team. Guess how much Bennington makes? Guess what his contract is? What is it? $650,000. <laughs> I mean, wow. come on, man. You know, you got guys like Crosby out there making between like 12 and 16. Yeah. Um, a lot. I mean, I, I use Penguin references, obviously, because I know more about them than other teams. But Somebody get um, that man a raise. Oh, he's, he's got it coming. Um, you know... Yearly cash right here, it says $2,018,431,183. Mike, dude, like, don't get me wrong. That's a lot Did of Did you money. see that picture today but, they posted of, about Bennington rolling up in, like, a Ford Taurus? I mean, can you afford anything more <laughs> than that when, you're, when you got to go out to dinner with all these guys, maroon? I mean, yeah, these guys are like, let's go party. Let's go get our steaks. He's like, you buying? Yeah. Well, usually they're making the rookie buy stuff. Right. Well, it's like Dallas. Dallas uh, Cowboys are all rookies, always buying dinner with the signing bonus and all that crap. Who who was the rookie who got stuck with that big tab? Oh, it was huge. Wasn't it Des Bryant? I was. I couldn't remember if it was Des. Des or Ezekiel. I don't think it was Zeke either. I want to say it was. uh, Oh, oh. I mean, it really doesn't matter. matter. But it's the point being. Oh, Randall or someone. Joseph Randall. It was Joseph Randall, wasn't it? 
I don't know. That's not, I can't remember now, but yeah, some crazy, crazy time. Like, okay, that's a little dirty, guys. Like, <laughs> we're talking about like a significant twenty grand, amount. bro. I was like, yeah, thirty, yeah. something like that. It's like that's significant for a guy, you know, just getting in the league. <laughs> yeah. Who didn't get that big, big money coming out, you know? So. Right. Okay. Here it was. That time, <laughs> Cowboys veteran stuck Des Bryant with the fifty-five thousand so dollar dinner Des. bill. Wow. Man. Fifty-five. My gosh, it was a fifty-five thousand dollar rookie dinner. Wow. Wow. I don't like Des. I would have so bought you a couple okay uh, Ford Tauruses. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Des, man. I mean. We could do an episode on him. Yeah, no joke. You know, obviously I know a little bit about him. He comes comes from home. I've met him. I'm, you know, he's got the biggest hands I've ever shook. Shaken? Shook? Held? Held. <laughs> <laughs> Been swallowed by? <laughs> Dude, it was like shaking hands with the freaking ruler. Like a, like a 12-inch ruler. You're like, <laughs> what is this? Where did my hand go? I mean, literally like... Just the craziest thing. I met him in Stillwater, and I was I was young. I was probably still in middle school, maybe maybe early in high school. So my hands weren't as big as they are right now. But his, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I told my dad, I was like, Dad, he's got the biggest hands I've ever seen. <laughs> well, that's funny. Um, well, congratulations to the Blues once again. Oh, yeah. Raptors, Blues, like you said, first time champions of the in, in franchise history for both those teams. It's sad, man. Hockey's gone, basketball's gone, and now it's time yeah. to hop into other things. And one of the things that always I can jump into this time of year is golf. Yep. And today the U.S. Open teed off, yep. and uh, a couple surprises here. Yeah, I think the biggest surprise of all was the play of Justin Rose, who's yeah, currently great, leading the tournament at six under. Yeah. Uh, he tied Tiger for the lowest round ever shot in right. an opening round. In the opening at a u.s open so crazy too because like six under like obviously they're playing a tough freaking course um but six under it's like really yeah and and so what was crazy about that is you know u.s open especially pebble beach um has always played tough because the conditions i mean right there off the ocean they always talk about the winds crazy the rough all this well surprisingly before today's round they, they said that uh, things were pretty soft, and yeah. that and that it was actually the weather was super nice. Very, um, in fact, the announcer yeah. had uh, even commented that this is the best weather he's ever seen there. Really, um, all week it's just been absolutely gorgeous and perfect. And ab- they the field absolutely tore up this course today. Yeah, I mean we've got a bunch of guys tied at five, four, three under. Yeah, um, you know we got two Cowboys. Uh, in contention too, Hovland is only. I was going to he, get there. He's two yeah. under, yep. so he's four back. Um, and then Ricky, second place, Ricky Fowler, man. Ricky Fowler, five hundred. I mean, he absolutely played lights yeah. out today. Now, can he close it out Saturday well, and Sunday? That's always been a struggle. Abs- he'll he'll yeah, make it he, on TV on Sunday. Been, he's not been the guy to finish. You know, he'll make it on TV Sunday yeah. often, but then it, it just it's like first nine. It's like okay, he's doing good, and then man. What are you doing, Ricky? Yeah, bad he, back nine on the on the on Saturday is what kills him so much. Um, Roy McIlroy went through a struggle like that for a while, where yeah. he was the guy on Roy Sunday. Roy had the same problem. He'd, yeah. be, he'd be in the first group on Sunday, and then he finished well, seventh. He also like what? at the Masters, he shot an eighty on the last day one right. day. Right, <laughs> one I mean you can't. You I mean can't just crazy that. stuff Come like on, that. Crazy, like I'd shoot an eighty. Come on. Now, <laughs> let me tell you this, Kepka. So he finishes two under for the day. Didn't yeah. play 
well on the back. Oh, he started he off He could have finished nine under. Yeah. He finished, I mean, he started on fire. Didn't finish well. He, but he said, for how I played, to be two under right now, I felt pretty good. Right. I really don't know if this guy feels pressure. I, I mean, he's got ice in his veins. He's playing to be the first American to ever win three straight U.S. Opens. Right. So that's an incredible feat by itself. But the way this guy gets to a, a major, and it's just like, eh. Right. It's his tournament. Just and and everybody outside of the golf industry is like, who? <laughs> who? Yeah. You know? But, I mean, I'm telling you, this guy, Brooks Kepka, I mean, obviously people are really starting to hear his name because he is winning so much. But this is the guy we're going to see for years and yeah. years to come because he ain't going anywhere. No, no. He is the no. strongest guy on tour. Oh, he's a crusher. I mean, absolutely pounds the ball. And, man, he's just so smart. And not being able to let these situations uh situations get away from him is just absolutely incredible so yeah. uh i can't believe we went this long without mentioning tiger's name well, i guess we mentioned saying tying his record but tiger is one under yeah uh, five back he's not i don't think he can I, I won't put it by him but um that man you're one under but you're freaking in uh you're in 28th yeah. technically at that point so you got a lot of fighting to do to get back let me tell you this is the one thing that should be a positive for Tiger is that so I watched um, every stroke today from him. Right. He putted. Did you watch him golf too? Incredible. Yeah, he hey, did. He did. He really so did. I watched him lights sink out. a 30 footer. Like, I, I think he was 10 for 14 on fairways, um, yeah. which is, you know, pretty good for him. And then uh, he just didn't hit the irons well. So that's why he didn't yeah. end up scoring well because he kept putting himself in a couple of bad situations. Right. So to be one under right now, yeah, he'd probably wish he was like two or three at least. But to be one under with how bad he hit his irons, which he's been hitting the irons the best on tour. Right. <laughs> I think you're going to take it. Just a laser. You're just like, yeah, today I didn't have it. That's fine. I, I kind of blew the you know conditions being so great. That right. kind of sucks in its score. But I'm right there. I'm only five strokes back. Go out, score tomorrow, and then get ready for the weekend. Yep. You know, so I don't know. I I hope the weather stays pretty nice. I do kind of want to see the course play a little tougher, just because it gets so exciting. Because you're like, man, you know, it's it becomes such a strategy, and that's what I absolutely love about golf. Is and I know golf's not the most exciting thing in the world, but I think for the average fan who's trying to get in, there's just not a better time. Than right now, especially with Tiger kind of being back and having kind of a being a threat, yeah. you're just like, dude, anyone can win it. Right. I mean, the guy who we thought was gonna win, Kepka, he's in, you know, he's only two under. And you got old guys like Justin Rose. I mean, I guess going right into first, the tournament, so. he's a favorite because he won the last two. And just um, the way he's playing, and he's been playing great. But I don't know that you can say there's so many golfers that are capable of winning this tournament in every tournament that. Um, it seems like when Tiger was in his prime, he didn't have quite as much competition as these guys do now. I'm not discounting any of, of his wins, but there are a lot of good golfers right now. There are 25 golfers that could go out there and win any tournament yeah. because they're all right there with each other. Um, one bad day ruins it. You know mm -hmm. that 25 of them are going to have good days. Um, and then that's my opinion. Yeah. So I, I, tough. You, you, know, you want to win those. You, you every shot has to be the shot. I think the two most dis disappointing things to see today is a Phil Mickelson 
Oh, uh, just missed uh, like a freaking two foot putt too. It was like a, I think a foot and a half is yeah. what they end up calling it. Uh, but Phil, he's just been so great on social media. I've really got behind him in the last year or so, and he just has not played to his ability. Right. And it's just really unfortunate well, I mean, to see. He's getting older. Too. No, he is, but it's he's going like, to go to the senior tour and just win everything. <laughs> that's the th- that's the thing, you know. But the 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 biggest one I'd say is Jordan Spieth because Spieth was playing so well. And then, man, he just kind of like couldn't couldn't get any, couldn't stay consistent. Yeah, he was just kind of all over the place. He well, did a good job. Well, this was two years ago to now. He's been on a bad stretch. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's just like you keep thinking he's gonna okay, he's over it. He's gonna get going again. He's gonna you know start winning again, and and then all of a sudden he goes right back to days like today where he's playing great, and then all of a sudden it's like where did he go? So yeah, very unfortunate. I. uh but I think we're going to have a great, great weekend ahead of us, especially yeah. if the weather stays this night. Well, I'm flying out tomorrow morning. Jeez, oh, I'm going to have to wake up in like five hours, so I'm not even going to sleep tonight. But um, anyways, I'll, I'll be out there. I'm not going to be far. I won't be close to Pebble Beach, but I'll be a heck of a lot closer there than I am now. Yeah, um, you might as well just take a little detour real quick. Oh, speaking of detour, I'm going to the Dew Tour on right. Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be the Women's Park Finals and the Men's Street Finals, so... Looking forward to that skateboarding. Um, never been. That'd I know be I've fun. mentioned it, but yeah, it'll be fun. Have you figured out a uh, Dodger game yet? No, I'll, I'm going to play it by ear. If I'm able to go, yeah. I'll go. Um, tomorrow night, I'm going to the comedy, uh, to the Laugh Factory. Man, that, it's gonna be I, fun. I'm, t- I'm so jealous yeah. of that. Yeah, they've released the roster. It's going to be a good group, and then there's going to be two more that show up. I we wonder, don't know who it is yet. We need to check to see where Rogan's at in the world, and if he's, on, if he's doing anything tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could. He, he shows up all the time. So, yeah, no, I don't know if he shows up great. Um, if not, I'll listen to his podcast. <laughs> He's got a good one, but, uh, Joey Logano wins in Michigan, um, over the weekend. That was, uh, that was pretty cool. It actually wasn't over the weekend, which is why we didn't talk about it. They ran on Monday because of a rain delay. So he wins. There was a restart, a little bit of controversy. Some people thought that he might've jumped it early, um, on these restarts, you gotta you gotta accelerate within a certain zone, and they're thinking he jumped it. Uh, I mean, and he went a little bit too early, got a got an early jump, and I mean he's my guy, so they gave him the win, didn't take it away. So in my opinion, he didn't jump it early. <laughs> a lot of people disagree with me. Um, would it have made a difference? Who knows? Um, I don't know. He is a very aggressive driver on restarts, so. Even as a fan of his, I'm watching, thinking, don't jump it. You know, don't jump it. Because he just, he wants to be the first one in the gas. Which, of course, he's in position one, so he probably will be anyways. But um, getting that jump, getting that first jump really helps you get out there. Especially when you've only got two laps to run. You want to make sure you're out front. Um, He's already in the playoffs, so this win, it's nice. You know, give him a purse. I don't know how much he made off of that. But um, good confidence boost for Penske. Uh, you know, going to the playoffs, Penske's looking pretty strong. So I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm going to, now that basketball's over, hockey's over, I got to appreciate basketball for about one day this year. Um, you know, Stanley cup happened last night. So after that, I kind of transitioned into basketball mode, watched, watched the game today. I was like, Oh, the NBA's still cool, I guess. All right. On to NASCAR. <laughs> so um, looking forward to that. Um, we'll be talking a little more NASCAR as we come closer to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, 
Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, um, Clint Boyer. I just hope they wreck every race. Don't get hurt, but I don't like ruin the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, well, um, that probably about wraps it up for what we're going to talk about with the sports. What uh, what's probably your best of the week? Um, well, it's probably seeing Toronto go ahead and take care of business, man. I mean, yeah. I I hate to act like such an anti. Uh, Golden State guy, but I absolutely hate them. I mean, there's no hiding it. I, yeah. I hate those guys, uh, except Clay. Clay's cool. But, so, it does like to see him go down. Yeah, Hopefully, he ends up being okay. Um, but, Toronto, to get the first championship in franchise history, that's awesome. They hopefully end this dynasty that the Warriors had going, because I think Draymond Green's gone. I think Durant could be gone. It, this could be it. This could we could have literally watched the 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 final nail in the coffin for the yeah. the dynasty. Tonight, I mean, you so. talk about like thirty years from now, maybe not even that far. Um, and there there's gonna be some documentaries made about this team. No, oh, yeah, I mean they're historic. Yeah, I mean not no only doubt. did they win the most games ever in a season, probably the best team. The what, NBA what they've seen. done and have two of the greatest shooters all, all time. And then kept building and kept bringing new yeah. players. It's like when they were at their tip top, they were the best team ever. And then they get another player. Yeah. And then they get another player. It's like, oh yeah. my gosh, is it going to stop? They've done it right, man. I'll, I mean, I'll give them that. And, props hey, I, to I, a I will, manager will, who's not Sam Presti yeah. and actually knows what he's and doing. Doing, yeah. Um, I, w- I will say this. Um, Warriors showed a lot of grit. They took care of businessmen, and it is uh, absolutely incredible. So, very cool to see um, Toronto get it. And, yeah. you know, it is what it is. So, yeah. uh, worst of the week, um, NBA and hockey is over. Yeah. You know, I generally, you know, you might have noticed we kind of skipped baseball tonight. There's yeah. not a ton going on. We're, I think everyone's just trying to get to the all-star break at this point. Um, but... Worst of the week is about this time I'm ready to hop right into baseball, get going, and I'm so freaking mad right now with what's going on with the Yankees and how terrible baseball they're playing that I'm not even excited. Like, end up losing tonight too, so it's like Back to back to back, right? Well, they've lost like, I don't know, six of eight or something. Yeah. Something ridiculous. Well, they got their players back, so. Well, almost. Yeah. Yeah, Judge and Stanton coming back. It's like, dude, just play the bench so. again. So, yeah, well, exactly. So, like, you guys can go down and you pitch. Figure something out. Where's their minor league team at? Uh, well, it's Trenton. Yeah, why yeah. well, don't you guys just go play in Trenton this year? Yeah. We're gonna try something new out. <laughs> uh, what about you? What, what What do you got? Uh, I think probably the best was uh, the shakeup in the in the pro sports. You know, you got literal um, brand new teams like. The Blues have never won. Toronto's never won. Um, those cities are pretty well burnt to the ground now. So oh, yeah. it's just a party. So I like that. I mean, I, normally if I don't have a dog in the fight, I go for the underdog. Um, I think in both cases the underdog won. I, I think Vegas probably agrees with me. I haven't looked. But, um, man, you just – how cool for both cities. You know, the Blues have been around. Like, they've been around, man. Yeah. They've got a loyal fan base, they've got a weird fan base, and they've got a fake fan base. <laughs> I mean, how many times 
the other day. The other day, Preston and I were out, and I kept pointing out, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, of all places, oh, hey, Preston, look at that brand-new blues jersey over there. <laughs> look at that brand-new blues hat. Like, they're all over the place. Like, you guys have never watched a hockey game in your life, you know, which, don't get me wrong, I'm all for people watching hockey and getting into it at whatever cost it is because we're not in a hockey state. Um, we have a minor league team. We're not in a hockey region. So when I hear people talking hockey, when I see people wearing hockey stuff, it's like, oh, man, this is cool. But then, you know, I'm in, I'm in Indianapolis. I see all kinds of different hockey jerseys. And Indianapolis is not really even a hockey place, you know, more, mm-hmm. so, than, more so than Oklahoma. But um, I can't even imagine. I would be like in heaven if I lived in a city that had a, had a, a professional team just because you'd be able that. to talk yeah. hockey with people. Uh, but no doubt, I, I would say my best was uh, those two teams. Also, Logano winning. Um, I like the shakeup, so it's it's cool to see them go in there and and do some stuff that hasn't been done, um, especially with Golden State. I don't really look at Golden State the way a lot of people do here. Um, I respect them. I like most of the players on that team. Pachulia is at the bottom of my list with the Keeb Tlaib. Um, I don't like I don't like him at all he's probably currently I think it's safe to say he's my least favorite player in the NBA but other than that you know the fact that Golden State came over and whipped up on Oklahoma City a couple years in a row like do something about it you know I mean I'm a Thunder fan but don't let them do it to you um you got a 3-1 league close it out so there's a lot of salty people in Oklahoma with with Golden State um because I grew up playing basketball I grew up watching basketball I love I love good basketball. They play good basketball. Um, I don't like Curry Curry trying to flop on the threes and all that crap. But uh, that's a long answer to my best. My worst, um, I I gotta say, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant going down. Man, it's just a bad look. It just sucks. Um, especially man, last freaking appearance of the season, you go down. Don't get me wrong. If there's a time it's going to happen, that's when you want it to. You know, you've got the offseason to recoup. Um, in Durant's case, he's got a lot longer than that. Hopefully, Thompson, we get a report tomorrow. Hopefully, it's not too bad. But you don't want to see those guys get hurt, you know. Um, no, injuries suck. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Obviously, Toronto's going to take the win. They don't care. But they would have probably liked to said, well, we would have liked to beat Golden State with Durant and Clay playing, you know. I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, my look on it has always been, if I'm playing somebody, I want to play them with their best. You know, if I'm like, I play a lot of table tennis, play a lot of tennis, and you know, one v one sports. And I don't, if I don't want to play somebody if they're hurt, and if they are, if I know that they're hurt and I beat them, I don't feel as good about myself beating them. I want to play them while they're healthy. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. They got the championship, really. That's all that matters, you know. Um, so, anyways, guys, don't forget to hop on uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Hopped on Sports on all three. If you'd like to send us an email, send it to hoppedonsports at gmail.com. We'll be looking for your feedback. And, Preston, you got anything else? No, man. Um, right. We'll just see what life after yeah. uh, NBA and NHL's like. Yeah. Double Dunk Oreo, great drink. Check out Prairie Artisan Ales, Tulsa, Oklahoma. They come out of McAllister. Great beer, great show. Y'all have a good week. Cheers, guys.